What's up, guys? Welcome to It's Not That Terrible, the podcast where I, Zach Brown, sit with my co-host, Morgan Highslip. Uh, Susan Sarandon, please call me. <laughs> and we talk about terrible movies that we love. This week, we're talking Rocky Horror Picture Show, and we have brought on a very special guest who I'm going to wait because I think he's talking to someone right now. But we're going to talk about Rocky Horror with one the only Ray Apollo. Ray, how's it going? Hey, it's going great. You know, thanks for having me here. I appreciate you. I want it We're known. So glad to have you. Stop. I want it what? known that Zach what? totally butchered the intro that I wanted for Ray. <laughs> oh, I did because I was nervous that he was talking of, off camera and I didn't want to catch bitch. him off guard. I am the expert in timing, so never worry about that. Don't worry. What happened? So it was supposed to be twitch.tv slash Ray Apollo's very own Ray Apollo. It would have been a great bit to giggle and gaff at, but I just want Zach. everybody to know that the joke's Zach. not funny anymore. Because I all just, right, had just come to, at me on Twitter. Just come at me. It's all right. I had to so, like all of the shit that Zach does on this podcast, like random cold opens and all this other stuff. I just wanted to know Zach fucked this up too. Ray, how are you, man? How's it going? You know, I'm great and in very good company tonight. You know, I've, I've had a decent dinner and, uh, you know, I'm just relaxing Ooh. and talking about a, a movie that I've actually seen with people that I uh, now I once knew and now know. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. I, I love this movie so much. Wait, what do you mean once knew and now know? What's yeah, that I was going to. I knew you once, Morgan. Uh, oh. And then now I know. Now I know that. OK, OK. Yeah. I, oh, okay. I, see okay. Where you're, I see where we're mm-hmm. going with that. OK, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot you. of words that I yeah. could not process. Um, I want to get started here asking you, uh, Ray, yeah. what is kind of your history with this movie? <laughs> yeah, dog. Oh, let's go. God. So this is why I picked this movie. <laughs> not only is it one of the weirdest, horniest movies of all time. Um. <laughs> Back in high school, I was what was considered a theater kid. One of the worst, mind you. Like, not not me specifically, but, you know, theater kids are seen as, like, some of the worst kids. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they were like, yeah, let's watch Rocky Horror Picture Show together. They said it just like that. And so we watched it. And I, first time, I was like, what in the goddamn hell was this sorry can i curse on this show i ain't oh think please about that. oh yeah oh yeah fuck go ahead okay, we welcome good. <laughs> just making sure but um so yeah we watched that and i was like that was the weirdest thing i've ever seen uh okay cool and then i saw it again the next time i saw it was in college where i was one of the main characters in a, a musical and it was titled dancing through the decades and so guess what song we used to get to every oh. decade Oh, time Did warp. You I sang the time warp, I think, like 500 times that Ooh. year. And it was ev- like forever, like etched into the brain works, the folds. <laughs> and that, so, I feel so um, bad. Then I saw it again when I lived in England. And they were like, you guys ever watched the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Oh, that's how they talk over there. And uh, I was like, yeah. And, um, yup. Had to watch it again. (laughs) Wow. So, accent. Yeah, this movie. (laughs) 
have a very special history with this weird movie. So there you I go. love that. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. Um, Morgan, is your history near as entertaining as that? Uh, so I was not a theater kid. Um, retroactively, if I had to go back to high school, or if I had to age down specifically and go back to high school, oh, oh. <laughs> let, me, let me clarify. I would do anything else but that. Let's be clear. If someone made me age down and go there back go. to high school, I probably would have been a theater kid, and this would have been my shit. Uh, but my history with this movie um, is a little weird. So. Uh, grew up, grew up, like I said, like I say this all the time, grew up in the South. I didn't, no one, God, no one watched this movie where I was from. Like if I, I had told it. my friends that I watched this movie in high school, I would have gotten beaten up. So oh, no. like straight up. So, uh, yeah. So I didn't watch this movie the, for the first time until probably my senior year of high school. Uh, all thanks to, uh, the perks of being a wallflower, um, uh, for yeah. whatever reason if you've seen if you've seen the person being a wallflower then you know that a huge part of the bonding of those kids is based around uh the rocky horror picture show um and that was like a huge like huge influence on me like uh perks of being a wallflower i literally have a vinyl of the soundtrack in the background right now so you may not see it because it's a little dark but it's there it's um, very dark for those yeah and so yeah like that like really I don't know, like really like clicked in my head. I had seen it advertised, I think on Fuse for like years because I used to watch a lot of Fuse because uh, they were the only place that like showed metal or whatever. So uh, yeah, like didn't get around to it till I was about 17 or 18. Ended up falling like deeply in love with it. And I think I've probably seen it uh, at least once a year since like 2013. Probably. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, this, is, this is a year of the movie for me also. Like mm-hmm. I watch it Halloween every year. I, my dad shows me when I was like mm, 10, maybe I was very young. Mm-hmm. Like I was probably too young. That maybe. was probably a very confusing time for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, uh, yeah. And like in high school, I was like adjacent to the theater kids. I was a band kid. So I was like adjacent. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew about Rocky horror and like musicals and stuff. So Rocky horror, like every year I'd watch it. There are two theaters in Joplin that do like the shadow performances of it every couple months. They haven't in a long time because, you know, we're in a pandemic and such. COVID. But uh, <laughs> as you know, yeah. but uh, I have seen this in like the theater show a couple times. It's really cool. And I just love this movie overall. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a fun time. The last third of it, a little wonky. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I grew up this movie in the soundtrack. I listen to it all the time. I'll get in moods where it's like all I, listen, all I listen to is the soundtrack. I'll watch the movie every Halloween. It kind of depends. But yeah, I, this is like a movie that I've grown up with and have loved more and more as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of a fun one. It doesn't fit our criteria for the show at all, by the Absolutely way. Absolutely not. It has a 65 on Metacritic, so it's a little high, but I wanted to cover it because it's a Halloween time. Even though it's out in November, mm-hmm. uh, it's still Halloween time. Halloween's year round. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, so you that's been Halloween town? Movie, I guess. Oh, Halloween town. Halloween yeah, but, town. Uh, not a good <laughs> Halloween movie. Um, mm. Great Halloween, Halloween movie. Town Thank too, you very though. much. Uh, yes. uh, the y- cab driver is made of bones. <laughs> y'all keep spitting though. <laughs> y'all go off. <laughs> it ain't for me. I do, like the best line. I, now this is a movie, about, the podcast about Halloween Town. My favorite line from Halloween Town is like in the third one, whenever she called Calabar Chocolate Bar, and I was like, we were all thinking it. <laughs> We all thought it. We were Thank all thinking. So I'm glad you said <laughs> At it, At one point or another. Yeah. 
Oh my oh god. My god. Well, speaking of bones, um, I'm gonna go ahead and top in the movie talk here. Yeah. Uh Brad Majors is packing. Bro, dude, that you can't man. just say speaking of bones and then bring on this man's wiener, I would, dude. I would love to clap for you because like, yo, that was that was Mastercraft right there. No. Bro. I'm just being completely honest. It's, like Ray said earlier, this movie's horny as hell. Yeah, so horny and like, like super horny. Like just, yeah, it's straight man. up. Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, this movie they, is like sexual liberation, the movie. Yeah. 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 There's an entire song about it. Truly. Basically. Yeah, truly. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah let's bang everybody. Right, let's just let's just try some stuff. It's basically what the movie yeah. is. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, mm-hmm. it gets into a little bit of, I mean, <laughs> gets into a little bit of everything. I mean, so much so that I think Tim Curry, like, years later, even though I think in 2020, we all kind of recognize that uh, Frankfurter is pansexual, uh, but it's confirmed by Tim Curry in 2013, apparently. Read that in the mm-hmm. trivia somewhere. So, that's yeah. A, ooh, that's a fun fact. Yes, yeah, fun, another fun fact. Fun facts, indeed. Not trivia, fun facts. That, <laughs> we, that's a fun one, all right. <laughs> we, had to, we had to specify before the show that these were fun facts and not trivia because Ray got really anxious whenever he saw the word look, trivia. Look, bro, I do not like tests. I am now considering myself too damn old for tests. That's true. So I don't take it. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, yeah. Uh, and talking, about, talking about fun facts, I noticed I read earlier, it's not in the list here, yeah. but that Tim Curry... Is, was not a fan of this movie for a very long time because the fans of this movie were like Star Wars level toxic. Oh, oh no. dude, I can imagine. Fandom that. strikes again. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can imagine. I guess it was real bad for a while that he like gained weight so they wouldn't recognize him and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Like, it was not good. A lot of like, from what I've read in the trivia, there's a lot of um, uh, resentment, I think, like at least for a while uh, for like the, some of the cast. Like, I know Susan mm-hmm. Sarandon was super upset that no one got um no one got residuals for dvd sales like ever like yikes yeah so and, and the movie i think was only in theater like i think it was only printed for like two years in this like since it once it came out and then it was like so it was seen as so like um i mean for lack of a better word probably repulsive at the time so like people started like uh what's the right word uh smuggling uh, copies of like the uh, of the VHS and like the Betamax into um into like high schools and like theater clubs and stuff like that. Nice. They're just boofing them. Yeah, like yeah. this movie is like very punk rock. Like it's very like it's very like underground and like was not a super like super popular. I think until like the mid eighties, whenever um mm-hmm. whenever like things kind of turned around. Which is funny because mm. the uh, the writer um Richard O'Brien was pretty surprised about like the US's response to it um because mm-hmm. of like the glam rock phase that was happening at the time like you could see like you could see like the resemblance and it was mm, apparently uh Tim Curry faux like faux sucking a wiener on t- like on TV <laughs> did not go over very well in the 70s who would have known well, Richard O'Brien as well as the writer also yeah. played Riff Raff just true. for anyone who didn't realize that yeah that's true but uh yeah, I think the movie, like, I don't know if it's being 75, like it went through that entire 80s time of like kind of being hidden. And I think it really resurged, like you said, mid 80s. Mm-hmm. And then again, in the past, probably yeah. a couple decades, like the 2000s, at least, like I know growing up, like every kid I knew in my high school who was like a theater kid slash band kid were always going to Rocky Horror mm-hmm. or if you were actually in the show. Yeah. And that was just like the zeitgeist of like my school or something, because like it was like we all went to like a school that was not the Joplin school district. So it wasn't even like. Going to people who are in the show, yeah, 
but then there were people that went to the, it was very odd and confusing and a lot of towns and small town america you know how it'd be yeah dog but you know um, how it'd be but it how it'd be but uh i really think this movie like is great coming of age material i think every kid who is kind of i don't want to say the, the weird kid but like likes the weird stuff mm-hmm. loves this movie that includes myself and i just think it's a really fun time and it's a, a nice nostalgic piece for me at least looking back at being younger yeah agreed yeah no, go ahead so like when it comes to like thinking about this movie it's like watching it when i was yeah younger for sure it's like it, it really it does open the door to ask a lot of questions which is like huh yeah hmm. mm-hmm. you know and then a lot of things weren't like that's kind of a thing especially in you know the small town midwest that you you don't get to talk about you know yeah. what i'm saying and so it's like oh interesting didn't know this was something that people like actually did or you know there was a media that actually portrayed this like this mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. very very i think it's it's you know i'm not a movie big big movie guy but this right. is what i'd like to consider a cult classic you know mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> like the definition is, like yeah yeah this is the culty of cult classics i think yeah. mm-hmm. and i think the shadow shows really show that because it's like such a big thing this movie like i think without the the cast involved like the the cast the fan involvement with the shadow cast i don't think this would be as big as it is now mm-hmm. no way because like the blu-ray copy that i have has like you can watch a shadow cast in the corner that's as sick. you're watching the movie yeah and it's just, a, it's just a fun little thing. But I think that's a big part of why it's so popular. Yeah, and huh. like a, a big fun fact about this movie, too. It's, I mean, it's kind of credited with uh, the, like, originating the Easter egg in film. Oh. Yeah, in film and in media. Like, Richard O'Brien was, like, thought it would be so cool to, uh, to like, add in, like, tiny things, like, tiny little gags um, throughout the scene. So, like, you'll see, like, um, in the beginning when the narrator is uh, is starting... There's like a I don't know what the actual like photo is called. It's a very famous photo of like a nun sitting in a chair with a cross. Um, if you look close enough, it, you wouldn't notice this unless like you were really paying attention um, or knew about it. But it's that that's actually a photo of Meatloaf re like reenacting that photo. And if you watch the movie, you can actually see like under like under one of the thrones in uh, in one of the scenes where Riff Raff is sitting on top. There's literally an egg under the chair. Oh my god! Uh, like literally an egg under the chair, <laughs> and like they're hidden everywhere throughout the movie. I, I love goofy yeah. stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's, it's just, so cool. <laughs> it is really. It's, it's just fun. Yeah, and like dog. Yeah. Another huge fun fact, which is like a huge for me because I'm from Memphis. Like or I say, I'm from Memphis. I'm from like Northeast Arkansas, which is like I mean a blink away from Memphis. Like most of my family, you know, most of my family like claims it's like they knew the Presley family and all this other stuff. Elvis oh. Presley was a fan of Rocky Horror, was the first choice to play Eddie. Uh, but they went with Meatloaf in the film adaptation because Meatloaf played Eddie and Dr. Scott in the American play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And apparently Mick Jagger auditioned for the role, too. and didn't. That's get it. crazy. They picked somebody with experience in a role over somebody famous. Wow. wow. Yeah, that would not Someone have happened. Someone who was both at the yeah. time. Yeah. Both famous and yeah. experienced. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Elvis could. I mean, Elvis could kind of act like at the yeah. time. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. He, had, he had movies, a bunch of them. He did. He did. <laughs> yeah, dog. And he loves one of my favorite parts of this movie. Like, he's not in it very much, mm-hmm. but like his song, like Hoppatootie. Dog. I even took it. I even took notes. <laughs> like I just said, hot patootie. I sure do love rock and roll. <laughs> last night, oh my God. and I was like, I gotta put that a bit in there. And then I looked at the doc today, and Zach already did it, so we're good. We're linked. We're I like mean, the same person. I, you know, basically. it's one of the things where I'm, I'm, I'm bad. It's like I, every time I see something patootie, I'm like, ah, yes, big old booty. But that's just <laughs> sure. 
It's welcome. This sure it, this movie's a lot of booty. It's a, a lot. lot a lot of booty. Mm-hmm. I mean Okay, let's let's be honest. Is there a lot of booty in this movie? I mean you're right. A lot of boobies. You're right. <laughs> you just trying to change it to boobies? You <laughs> did. My, this my, I think this is my first movie boobs. I'm gonna be real honest with you guys. In the oh, Raising of really? Sack. Yeah. This is 100 the first movie I saw that had boobs in it. Congratulations. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Man. What a yeah. yeah. What a great choice. Like, that's right? actually like yes. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's been yeah. way worse. <laughs> Either this or 16 Candles. I think it was this though. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was this. Yeah. And like I think I think they tried to get. I think in the original play there is a part where like. There is some like nudity from Janet, but Susan Sarandon declined it uh, for the actual film. So, mm-hmm. you know, damn it, Janet, damn it, Janet. <laughs> <laughs> I love boobs. <laughs> can you can you do that one on? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think we can. God. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, oh, that and was like bad. we we talked about Meatloaf a second ago. What's funny is like the um, another fun fact. I think like this movie is just like is just ripe for like fun facts and trivia mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I think it's like. We we've all seen if you're listening to this podcast, you've seen this movie like there's not a lot like we could say about this movie aside from like how we like we all know like this is a, a good movie. Um, right. How Morgan's a like, Susan Sarandis simp. Magenta Columbia Janet all call me, please. <laughs> uh, everyone yeah, call sure, me yeah. in this yeah. movie. Uh, but yeah, like there's a there's the bit where they're all at the table and Dr. Scott shows up and they're trying to explain um what's going on i guess uh, and frankfurt is still trying to hold down the disguise that he's an alien or something and uh which is a the fucking third of this movie. dumb still twist wild um yeah and then uh yeah and whenever they pull the um i guess the tablecloth back uh and meatloaf's body is underneath it <laughs> the cast had no idea that eddie's body was going to be there and <laughs> so the reaction that was on screen is totally legit totally the legit. chestburster of the movie and i think like the most fucked up piece of trivia about this movie is at the beginning whenever riffraff a uh, riffraff opens the clock at the beginning of the time warp that skeleton's fucking real man like that's the real skeleton <laughs> yes that is the real skeleton of the woman who commissioned that fucking clock that's not a joke wait that used <laughs> to be a person scary. that that was a dead ass person literally oh, yeah i did not know that yeah okay. straight that is- that's scary. Like, I don't like that. Yeah, like, I saw nope, you talking about Don't like that. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> Richard O'Brien just went in for this role. Tim Curry actually whipped Richard O'Brien. That's scary. Yeah. That sounds painful. That actually happened. That's like some fucking, uh, it's like some fucking Martin Scorsese shit. Yeah, you that's have so to do weird. it. Come on. Yeah. Whenever John Bernthal fucking punched the shit out of Jonah Hill. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> don't we all want to do that at some don't point? We all punch no, Jonah he Hill? seems like a pretty chill dude. No. Yeah. <laughs> Jonah Hill definitely gets a pass. He made a movie about skateboarding. Oh, yeah. He can't like he can't be touched at this point. Oh, I didn't know that. I just thought he was pretty chill. Like he's like he knows how to dress and stuff and he's just like mm-hmm. chill now. Yeah, dog. I yeah, hang out with Jonah Hill. I would too. I'd absolutely hang Shout out with Jonah Hill. <laughs> Shout out to Jonah but Hill. But you know who I, who I would like question hanging out with? Seth Rogen. I'd be like Oh, oh dude. I would Rogen. I would chill with Seth Rogen. Just don't let him laugh. Uh, <laughs> 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 No, I'm, I'm sure he seems like a pretty chill dude too. But I'm like, oh no, oh no, dude, he had like, I can't be myself. Didn't he have him. like that whole speech in court 
um that one time that was recorded and he kind of like went the fuck off i don't even remember what it was but it was, some, it was something very political it. and he ripped them a fucking new one so yeah shout out mm. to seth rogan he gets a pass i remember this i don't remember what it was yeah. but i remember this yeah if anybody yeah, knows add us on twitter because i'm not gonna look it up yeah. right now i'm not why seth rogan yell at the politicians besides them being politicians <laughs> yeah I mean, that, that's uh, probably all we need to know actually <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly, yeah. yeah fair uh i do want to move in to talk about the cast a little bit yeah. we've heard about uh like, tim curry and stuff uh, frankenfurter as a character is such a, a classic mm-hmm. character and tim curry does a fantastic job yeah i'm gonna throw it out there susan sarandon i put here the only note i have for the, her her character is morgan's a simp for janet it's true I mean, uh, Barry Boswick, who played who played Brad, I, I put just this man is packing. He is. Yep. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's like yes, the it's, it's like the first thing I notice every time I watch I'm this like, movie. You can't not see it. And you Come cannot on. see it. Like, dude. Yeah, like it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the real meat uh, loaf. Of prosthetic <laughs> is thing. God. Speaking of meat, we have meatloaf in the movie. Yep. Uh, I didn't know that was meatloaf until I was quite a bit older. My dad same, was like, you same. know that's meatloaf, right? Yeah. I was like, I know what meatloaf looked like. Yeah, I remember like my mom being a huge fan of meatloaf and I watched this movie and my mom had never seen it. And I was like, Mom, do you know that meatloaf's in Rocky Horror? And she's like, What's Rocky Horror? And I'm like, You fucking crazy. <laughs> but to this day, I don't think my mom has ever seen the Rocky Horror picture show, which is probably for the best for all of us. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, maybe. And then going to the supporting cast, like Magenta, yeah. Rocky, Riff Raff, and Columbia, mm-hmm. those four characters are somehow supporting characters, but they're also, I think, in the movie more than anyone else because of those random cutaways. Yes. Like, to Magenta and Columbia, like, during Touch Me. Yeah. There's just, like, random things that, like, I feel like they're in the movie more than the actual characters. And that's odd. Yeah, they're they're characterized, right? Like, Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're not given a ton of lines or anything like that, but you love them. I guess you love them just as much as you love the main cast because like they're just there and they're supporting. And like I think, um, is it Magento or Col- I think it's Magenta at the very end with Riff Raff who uh, gets like the most screen time, right? Because she's uh, the one yes with the is. yeah okay the uh, the Franken. Yeah. I had to look at it. I was trying to stop. I feel it's just to kind of like make sure you're like people who were working on the movie felt included but also had fun because i mean yeah think about like the i guess the the different levels of celebrity they were you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but i'm sure they were like yeah well this is the movie i wrote so these are the characters you play <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much and you know what like the fun fact most of the cast was the london cast of the original yeah. play mm-hmm. so like they i mean why not like everybody mm-hmm. and i mean like it, it shows a lot in this movie that it just looked like uh it just kind of looked like they were given a budget and they did the thing and it's from what i understand it's uh, no one was upset about like the amount of like song cutting they had to do i think they cut like two or three songs and then added in a new song um and i don't remember what the new one was so if anybody knows uh draw uh, uh let us know I, I think i know this answer but i gotta double check okay it. uh but yeah like they like it's a pretty faithful re like retelling of the play and I think that was probably why it was so like so I say it's well received but it wasn't well obviously not well received until much later but yeah right. like it's still so well regarded um I'll like I'll get into like a little bit of uh, like negative thoughts later um uh, because I think like this movie deserves to be praised for a lot of what it does um mm-hmm. for sexuality and like questioning Agreed. and things like yeah. that but there there are very valid valid critiques I want to get to later um as far as like the music goes, I guess we can like go into music. 
So Zach has here that the time warp is overrated. Uh, we know we know Ray's horror story with the time warp. Zach, why do you think that the time warp is overrated? So I'm gonna lean in here to me being a band kid in high school. Mm-hmm. We played time warp every <laughs> fucking October for playoff football. In the three years I was in band, I did my senior. I didn't do my senior year. I played that song 150 times. I hate it. Mm-hmm. And it's also I I feel like it is like just the I, I'm being a hipster here. It's the most used song from the movie. It is. Therefore, I don't like it. I get so it. So when we say that it's not overrated and yet but overplayed, like yeah, it kind of play it, it plays itself out pr- like pretty quick. Uh, it is yeah, because would, it's so easy to just like yeah do the time warp. <laughs> yeah, like I I totally agree that like the time warp is probably like the most referenced thing in this whole movie like i mean it's like whenever people talk about like golden eye or whatever they're like oh yeah well, fucking uh no guns fucking what's his face the short dude Slaps right absolutely no odd job yeah yeah no odd job <laughs> like, yeah everybody's like okay is this yeah, a ready player one podcast <laughs> are we doing ready player one no, now we're not doing we already did that we did that with spy kids three i'm um, upset that i missed that that's cool <laughs> it's, it's spy kids three is a better movie than ready player one um i'll still say it to this day it's been almost Ooh. a year but Ooh, yeah, that's um, a strong statement. I mean, what's your favorite song from this movie, Ray? It's, I mean, I like it's between Touch Me and Time Warp. Like it's just okay. Time Warp is just like when it's done and you're just like doing it for fun. It's fun. That's the thing. It's just it's a fun song. It is. A fun um, yeah. And it's but it's, it's fun, but it's wild. And oh, I just it. I don't know how you could sit there and frown during Time Warp. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I, I will say I think overrated was the wrong one. I think overplayed would be a better word. Sure. Because, like, it's still a fun song. We're, and also, the very end when the song ends and he goes, any of you guys know how to Madison? Yeah, I laugh like, every yeah, time. I laugh every time, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, like, yeah, I agree. I think um, I think my two favorite songs for this movie are probably Touch Me and, uh, and Time Warp as well. Because mm-hmm. I remember... I mean, like the first time, like I saw any like actual snippets of this movie was in uh, was in the perks of being a wallflower and Emma Watson is playing uh, Janet and Mm -hmm. that scene comes on and I'm just like, Emma Watson, you were the first crush I've ever had in my whole life. And like you are doing this right now. And I am I am of legal age. I am 18. And it's it's working for me. Yes, I'm old enough to have thoughts like (laughs) like my brain kind of works. Yeah, it's just yeah. working right now. Yeah. Oh, but only so, that part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, Touch Me and Time Warp are definitely, like, I think, I think, like, I think all of the songs work super well in this movie. Um, I I even love the beginning, like the opener. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it's just called Janet. Uh, damn it, Janet. Damn it, yeah, Janet. The, Janet. Okay. Yep. the opening song is uh, Science Fiction Dope. Science fiction that's double feature. Right. That's right. That's right. But yeah, which is also a thing. Damn it, Janet is definitely uh, up there for me as well. What about you? Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull one out of here. No one's looking for it. Rose Tim My World, which is I uh, think a scene that also shows how fun they had making this movie. Yeah. Because it's when they're all in face paint and half dressed, mm-hmm. and the the dancing they're doing, they look like they're having a blast. Yeah. Fair enough. Agreed. You yeah. also get Brad going, uh, help me mommy at one point, which just <laughs> makes me laugh every time. Because the, the voice just goes up like eight octaves. And like, I, what's funny is, uh, this is, they're definitely not played by the same actor, but I can't watch this movie without thinking of, uh, I can't look at Brad without thinking of Cameron from Ferris Bueller because they look almost identical. Like, the older brother in uh, uh, Secession for anyone who's not seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Oh, what is his name? Yeah. It's have, been so long. I was like, has anybody not seen? I would say, oh, Ray, Cameron in Ferris Bueller's Day Off is the dude who owns with the dad's expensive car. 
Alan oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alan right. Ruck. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, Morgan. I dude, don't know about this Whatever, one. dude. My brain's fucking <laughs> broken all the time, dude. I, I still think that they look alike. Whatever. I'm not going to I'm not going to go into it. So what about the last hour of this movie or last half hour, I guess. Right. Look, they were kind of like, bro, just do whatever. <laughs> Straight up. Like, it's like and he's like and then I'm pretty sure at the reading they were like, and this is where it gets real. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. I agree. Oh, it's like from the moment that they get down there and the Medusa machine starts going to the end, it just goes like off the rails. Mm -hmm. Completely. And whew, it's just weird. But you know, I mean, I think it was I think it was fine that it was weird because let's be mm -hmm. let's be let's be real here. This movie didn't make like a whole lot of sense, but I don't think it was supposed to, and I'm mm -hmm. glad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, oh yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I think um I'll go I'll go a little I'll get a, go a little bit further with it. I think like the back third of this movie is uh I don't know. I think it's pretty I think the back third of this movie up until like up until the ending is pretty forgettable. Like, I mean, and yeah, and it's because like the it first makes sense. Yeah, like the first two thirds of this movie is so strong, I think. And yeah. then yeah. it just I hate that I hate like when people will say like, man, you know, it all fell apart in the third act. But like Rocky Horror falls apart in the third act. It's just I just yeah, I think that Rocky Horror was like, well, we don't really need a third act, so let's just do whatever, bro. Yeah, I know. everyone's everyone's drunk by now. Let's just do it. Yeah, all the teenagers brought in their liquor into the show. Let's just mm -hmm. do it. Oh, they're yeah. probably already doing it. Never mind. Um, mm -hmm. yep. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yep. Yeah. Once they like have the reveal of like Doctor Scott being German, mm -hmm. from then on, it's bad. Yeah. Like, not bad. Not bad. It's just it goes completely weird. Yeah. Agreed. Like. Eddie, which is also a great song, I forgot to say that one. Mm -hmm. Eddie's Teddy, also a banger. Yeah. Uh, after that, it's just like, what is happening? Yeah. We're going to the planet Transylvania. Is that what they're? Is that where they're going? Transsexual Transylvania. The planet. Yeah. yeah. Like I think it was the planet Transylvania from the galaxy Transsexual or something like yep. that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. like I don't know. What a place. Well, well, I guess we'll wait till like, <laughs> is it that terrible to like get like get into my thoughts on that? But we will, I guess. Uh yeah. I just I have seen the movie. I've seen the movie a hundred times, mm -hmm. and I still always forget about this last third. Yeah, it's it's like I easily the most it. forgettable. I think. I mean, it's and I think every time I see it, it's like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. this is weird. <laughs> it's just not what you remember. It keeps going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's just not what you remember. And like it, for some like, reason, I think it's it's weirder every time. Yeah, it's mm. like oh. I, I don't know if anybody's like ever expecting like, oh yeah, they're aliens. <laughs> like <laughs> Doctor Scott's got a sexy leg. Yeah, straight yeah. up. Yeah, like that's like the weirdest part to me, and I'm sure that probably that probably actually plays over a lot well in the actual like stage show and that's i mean obviously why they yeah. kept it um because yeah. you ha i think like whenever you split you're splitting into acts like on a like on a stage it's probably a lot more uh a lot more fulfilling for the audience to change things up thematically once you go uh but in a movie that's like you know uh i mean a, di a direct rip of of the play like it doesn't i don't know i guess you don't expect the same thing with a movie you expect a lot more consistency with a movie mm -hmm. because like i mean theater theater or film are very close but they're not the same thing like no i mean at all. certain nope. things are certain things are written certain ways to reflect yeah you know the, a stage show versus something that's captured on film for sure yeah exactly so yeah i, I get that I, I feel that yeah <laughs> it's it's very it's very 
weird and i'm gonna say that again because i think it's I, we're getting more critical i want to move now into uh is that terrible because i yeah. don't think it is but it's yeah. definitely the last third is definitely a decent quality dip and maybe because yeah. it's not as classic is why i think that mm-hmm. but i would like to hear your guys' thoughts we can start with you ray what do, what do kind of you think i mean so that like this movie is it like bad i would just go as, along the line and say it's like the definition of what i think cheesy is and can be mm-hmm. uh honestly mm-hmm. it's like yeah, it does some really cheesy stuff but it's like i would say that people think it's bad because it's weird and it was weird because it was super different uh, yeah. and still is um it just did a lot of things that people didn't expect and weren't used to and so that's why i could understand what people like oh this that movie's bad i don't like it and it's because it's very different from mm-hmm. most things that you will ever watch <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and that's okay yeah. um but i mean like as in terms of a, a like a whole movie you know actors you know script plot still like it's it's not bad but i'm not going to say that it's very good either <laughs> so, yeah. sure I, but, yeah, um, I think yeah. that kind of spurred a thought in me. It's kind of like how we've done Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, House of Thousand Corpses in the past couple of weeks, and those fall in the same category where they're not bad. They're just so weird that people definitely see them as not of quality. Mm-hmm. Granted, this is much more of a classic than those two films, the other two films are. Yeah, I but, think... Uh, I just want to get that thought out. Morgan, what do you think? Yeah, uh, on that like on that thought, yeah. like I think this movie... Um, the intended audience is like is very specific and niche so like a lot mm. of people like you either quote I hate to be that guy but you either quote get Rocky Horror or you don't like that's yeah because like you're, yeah. you're either comfortable with like asking yourself those questions or you're not um, as far as like okay so as far as is it that terrible no I think it's a classic I think it's uh it's like it's easily mm, it's in my top like top five like favorite musicals um mm. For sure, easily. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm going to be negative about it, I think, like, a lot of it goes down to, like, what, you know, how we how we view gender, like, in the 70s, right? Like, you know, as, and as, like, a straight-passing white dude, I cannot speak to this, like, to the extent of, like, the way that, like, it should be spoken to. There are a lot of, like, great essays about this. Um, the fact that, like, all of, like, the fact that, like, Frankenfurter is uh, most definitely a predator is a little off-putting um yeah it's a little yeah. off-putting um but like in the context of 2020 like it's you know it's important to recognize that um that like that side of um that showing that side of um of trans women in general is very like problematic the use of the word obviously the use of the word transvestite is very outdated that was probably yes. not like that was probably not like a slur like it you know like it is now um because i mean at the time like this this like this movie really like spoke to queerness in the 70s and early 80s too and like really you know i think it was a probably a really big like building block for like representation and and stuff like that as as far as like uh sexuality is concerned and it's an important movie it's a super important movie about like sexual liberation and like the reveal that brad is actually gay i mean you notice like he only kisses janet one time through the whole movie Mm -hmm. um you can kind of you can kind of get the glimpses of that in the beginning uh when she's trying to kiss him multiple times in the song and he shies away every single time because mm. you kind of you kind of understand after his situation with frankenfurter you kind of understand that like yeah he was he was obviously doing that because he knew that's what janet wanted and this was a person that he cared about and loved um but yeah as far as like um as far as like not to get too negative or get too serious about it but like 
yeah, I think this movie's I think this movie's a blast. And people like if you like musicals, you should absolutely watch it. If like you it's it's also like a, a great thing to like sit down and be critical about too if you really want to. Yeah. Um if and you I mean, if you really want to talk about gender and like, you know, sexual orientation as well. Right. And it's one of those things that like as time progresses, there mm-hmm. will be things that don't age well and that's for sure fine. Like it's just that we, we grow and we learn mm-hmm. as time passes. And it's like, yeah, then they didn't have that knowledge. They didn't know. And so mm-hmm. like now it's like, yeah, some of that stuff ain't okay. You know, it wouldn't yeah. fly. Yeah. Uh, but it would be written, I feel like in a better voice now if it was written now. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So mm-hmm. yes, yeah. I think like um I was like I was doing a little bit of um looking into like I guess that or I was just looking into like trivia and fun facts earlier today. And you know, there's like there are plenty of like quasi remakes and like um I think Glee did an episode and Yeah, they know, did. Fuck yeah, yeah Glee did an episode. And like Glee did an episode and like there have been they um, did. Yeah, and then there was like there was one with um uh, it was like, they did, a, like multi- a Fox Live version. That's that's what it was. They and did. Yeah. Yes. They did that was a that, years ago. Yeah, and I think like I think what this movie I, I was thinking last night, I was talking to Katie about this last night, like I think that like this movie could probably benefit from like a modern day remake, but the more I think about it, like this movie is so classic. If the only way you could possibly remake this is with like an all LGBTQ like cast, have like to have to like for, like from top to bottom, do, like producers, yes. like directors, yes. writers, yeah, do them justice. Like this movie, mm-hmm. this movie begs for a remake. You'll always have the classic, but like let like let the audience make it. You know, like mm-hmm. I would, I would, I would kill to see that. So like, so bad. Like that'd be wild. Y- yeah, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. My biggest issue would be if they did a remake, it would be they would cast Harry Styles as Frankenfurter, and I have no, no doubt in my mind that would happen. No, I know be, for a fact be, that's what Hollywood would, would do. Zach Efron. Let's be real. God, okay. no. Oh, oh, we got a little Greatest Showman. Mm. No, oh, Zach Efron has be. to be Rocky. Like, because oh, oh, the biggest fair. himbo, right? Like, is who's fair. like? There's an argument to be made that Rocky might be the world's first himbo. So, I mean, maybe I one mean, of them. Maybe that argument comes from me only. So, <laughs> just, it's just it's just <laughs> my argument. At Morgan on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, add me on Twitter directly. <laughs> Yeah, oh I, I really I think in, in in closing, I think this movie's good. It definitely mm-hmm. has some things that um that definitely in modern day aren't as are are more to be looked at under a closer microscope and be like, maybe maybe this don't this don't work too well. Maybe <laughs> yeah. this is not how we should have done this. You can write a you can write a fucking term paper on this movie. You really with could. how it and does people stuff. Have. And it, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have no doubt in my mind. This yeah. is Yeah, I mean this movie, I love this movie. I adore it. And I definitely think that, like, if you adore it, you need to be able to look at it for the issues it has. Mm-hmm. But still really fucking good. It's still yeah. a really fucking good yeah. movie. Yeah. I mean, acknowledge its flaws, but also recognize that um, what it does, not all of it is necessarily, like, right, but you, you can still have a good time, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I think I think that does you is guys. Is that a show? I think that's a show. Did we just record a podcast? This is the greatest. No, I'm sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a podcast. I yeah, think bro. so. Uh, Ray, where can people find you? Um, well, hey, I'm Ray Apollo. I'm a Twitch streamer slash video game content creator on the internet. Uh, you can find me at Ray Apollo everywhere. That's no space. If you get a space, you get the the wrestling clown. I'm not a clown that wrestles. I'm a clown that plays video games, bro. What? 
Maybe the, we should listen, get the clown on the podcast. Look, look up Ray Apollo. Oh, that is a space. big man. It's Doink the Clown. Yes. I've been in an SEO battle with him for years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, you're verified scared. now, so there's no SEO battle. Yeah, I'm verified, and he's not. <laughs> Twitch is Twitch's very own Ray Apollo. Yeah. yeah. Eat shit, uh, Morgan. What about you? Oh, <laughs> yeah, eat shit, fucking clown. Oh, literally. Clowns, Morgan. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, dude. Uh, it's me. It's Morgan. You can find me at uh, on Twitter.com at Morgul. That's M O R G A U. L, you can catch me talking about Gorgai Swaggin on the reg. Zach, where can people find you? Uh, you find me on Twitter at Y-R-O-K-A-Z underscore N-W-O-R-B. I tweet random shit. A lot of sports stuff lately. It just kind of depends. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Y-R-O-K-A-Z. The PS5 is uh, 12 days away. I got a message from FedEx saying a package is shipped. I don't think it's my PS5, it's but controller. It very well could. Uh, I can get part of my controller. I yeah. got my controller. I, I didn't today. order one. I got. Oh, I, well, I got my controller today. I have a dual sense oh. sitting in my living room. Oh, I don't know what it is. Then it might be my my Travis Scott uh, Shamrock Shake shirt. Who knows? <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I ordered one of those. <laughs> okay. It's lit. Next week so we're thank doing. You so much for me. <laughs> thank you so much for thank being you, here. Ray. So coming on, we're crazy. Uh, check out everything ranked with Ray Apollo. By the god. way, oh my god, it's, it's Ooh, please a great do. Show. It's such a shout great out key show. changes. Shout no. out to anime. <laughs> shout out to anime. Yeah. You know, but, out of uh, respect for the uh, uh, All right, fine. Shout out anime key changes. So uh, yeah, listen to everything ranked. It's fantastic. It's a great show. We love everyone on that show. Ray, thank you for being on. Next week, talking about three ninjas. Yeah. So we will see you guys then. Skate fast, eat ass. No, don't do that. <laughs>